Welcome back. It's Nick Lewis. This is the Lulu Logic Podcast, and I am so glad to be back. Took a little hiatus to try to figure out what's going on behind the scenes. Having I was having technical issues. Had to get that straightened out because I did not want to keep putting out things that were technically wrong. But this is what I did. I took some time off to figure out what was going wrong. I changed a little bit of the platform. I'm still launching it on Anchor, just not recording it on there anymore. So this is what I'm doing now. And I also got a video for you. You can go subscribe on my YouTube channel. You'll find it in Nick Lewis or you'll see it in one of the descriptions somewhere. Subscribe there and you can watch the video each and every week of my guests. Or you can listen to the audio on all the same platforms it's been on. Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Music, Podcasts. You can listen to it on Google Podcasts, Breaker. You'll see. But uh, the best part is, is that we're back, not only with the audio, but now you'll be able to see the video on my YouTube. I'm so excited about that. This first guest, this is the first time I've ever had a conversation with him. The first time I've ever had any kind of conversation with him in my life. And I learned so much about him. I am now a fan of him in life, not just on the football field. And you will love his journey. I don't know how you can listen to him speak about what he's about to speak about and you not become a fan of his as well. It's time to glorify these athletes, man, because they've overcame so much in their life. And I'm so looking forward to it. No hot topic today because the only thing I would want to talk about is coronavirus. And this, we're keeping this on a positive tip. No corona today. It's all about good content. And here it goes. Welcome to the show. This is the Lulu Logic Podcast. Tired of being stuck in the house? Looking for a place to go? I know. I want to go on vacation too. And I can't wait to go to Mexico or Dominican as soon as everything opens back up. But let me help you. I'm going to give you private access, 100% free, no obligations, no strings attached, to help you save up to 35% on all your future travel. The first 50 people that click the link and put in the access code I give you will now have access to that 100% free. See you on vacation. Today's guest was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Had a full scholarship to LSU, but never touched the field. Found himself playing four years later for the Louisiana Bayou Vipers. Then made his way to the New Orleans Voodoo. Then two years, two years stop up in Hamilton, Ontario in the CFL. Before going back to the New Orleans to join the Saints. Now the two-time CFL All-Star is back in Hamilton with the Ticats. Welcome to the show, Delvin Bro Senior. What's up, bro show? Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? Thanks for and having it's me. It's going good, man. And and like I was saying when we first got on here, we haven't never talked. We it's like the first time we've ever had a conversation. I know, man. I know, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> How's life in New Orleans right now with everything going on? Well, you know, man, with the pandemic and everything, man, you know, um, you know, you're starting to see more people getting out, man. Um, you know, which is a good thing. I, I, I like it, man, because I, I feel we need to be outside more, man, you know, staying active, being active, but also practicing, you know, that, that, that safe distancing or whatever. 
Um, but man, everything other than that, man, everything is smooth, man. You know, um, I'm, I'm spending time, you know, more time with my son, man. So shout out to, 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 to his mom, man, for, for, for letting me, you know, uh, spend time with my son, man. So, so I salute to her, man. And, you know, it's, it's chill, man. Just vibes. That's good. That's good, man. How's, uh, how's everything going with the, with the mind right now with the CFL, not knowing what's happening? How are you staying in shape and what are you doing to train? Well, you know, you know, we only can control what we can control, right, man. I, we, you know, I, 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 I let those, you know, business people handle that, man. Um, but, but I've been training, man. I've, I've been training since January, man. Um, and, and, and I just been, you know, trying to be in tip top shape, man. I, I knew where I left off last year. I didn't, you know, I wasn't at my best last year, you know, as far as health wise and everything. So I'm finally back to, to myself, man. And, and, and I'm ready to go be that, that all-star corner, man. Um, that I've been, man. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited, man. Just, just ready for the journey. Lockdown, man. You, you, you really made a name for yourself early in your career and we'll get there, but let's start where it all started. when did you start playing football? What age were you in and what position did you play? Yeah, man. Um, I, I started playing ball when I was, um, four or five years old, man. Um, you know, I was, I was playing running back for Harrell Rams. Uh, me and my brother were on the same team, man. And, uh, you know, we, we actually won a championship my first year, you know, my first go around nice. of playing, you know, ball, man. So uh, that was pretty unique. Uh, that was a great experience. Um, and like I said, man, it, it was just on from that, man. You know, um, I was enjoying, you know, my, my life as a, as a child, man, just playing ball, playing baseball, playing, you know, you know, all types of sports, man. So, you know, it was pretty cool. That's good. That's good. What position you play when you first jumped on? Oh, I was uh, running back and linebacker. <laughs> That's the same as me. Man, yeah. I was small, oh, yeah. man. I, I played running back, and, and then I, you know, I played the first half as linebacker, as a middle linebacker, man, and I always loved to contact and, and get in there and get there. I, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> how was you at running back? You know, did you ever – how long did you stay on the offensive side of the ball, and would you transfer what, to defense? What, man, you know what, man, I – I, I was good. I go like I was good in park ball. You know, I, I was really good. I, mean, I was dominant, man. Um, I was real dominant in park ball. Um, until it got to my, what I want to say, in junior high school, man. I remember this one play. We was playing against uh, Sarah T. Reed, and I was at running back. No, I lied to you. We was playing against Douglas. It was Frederick Douglas. We was playing <laughs> against Douglas. And um, man, my coach gave me thirty-two vil, man. I'm, I'm got it. I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. Dude, look, dude, hit me. Boom, ball comes out. Man, listen, my coach said, hey, bro, that's it. No more running back. You're done. I said, oh, shit. Damn, dog. And that was it for running back, bro. I went to cornerback, man, and, and I just took off from there, man. So, hey, hey, Coach Greg, R.I.P., man. Coach Prince, R.I.P., man. I love you guys, man. But, Coach, I was a hell of a running back, man. Come on, man. Uh, you know, life is um, life expectancy is a little bit longer playing DB than it is playing running back. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. That hey, was a good, I'm glad good I'm move. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> who's your idols growing up, man? What was you? Who was you rocking with? Like when you was uh, you up know, as football man, players? Was, um, man, you know, I was I was a big uh, Sean Springs guy, man. I was a big Sean Springs guy, man. Fred Smoot, man. Those, yeah. those were my, my my guys, man. Brian Dawkins, man. I was a huge Brian Dawkins. <laughs> Uh, Mel Blunt, you know those. Those were my guys, man. My dad, I got, I became a big fan of Dick Night Train Lane because of my dad, man. Like yeah. just his tenacity, man. Like his his aggressiveness, man. Like, and and that's why I mold my game after, man. Those old old school players, man. That's cool, man. Cause it, you know, most most guys say Dion, and, and you know, you see yes. that. But 
to see the Sean Springs and the Fred Smoots and, and those guys, Mel Blunt. Uh, are you a Steelers fan? Are you a New Orleans fan? Or Oh, Matt, hey, hey, don't put me on the spot <laughs> like that, man. Hey, guys. Um, My dad is no, still I'm, a fan. Yeah, I'm a who that at heart, man. Um, but but my favorite teams growing up were um, the Washington Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles, of course. Oh, wow. That's yeah. the first that I heard both of those. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, I'm a man. Cowboys fan, so being in the okay. NFC hey, East. Oh, come on, man. Come being on, in the man. NFC East, man, you know, it, it's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's hard. <laughs> and I, what you think about the draft this year? I like what, it. What y'all? I you liked like it. it, man. We got some great players, you know, say so we got some great DBs, some uh, great D tackles, and, um, you know, C.D. Lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some weapons now. He's going to do some work. So, oh, yeah. um, I, don't, I don't know what Dak's trying to do. I mean, for me personally, I've uh, been around the game for so long. Um, I know that when you have young quarterbacks in their first five years, you can put great players around them. And right Correct. now, I think the Cowboys have made the right decision and said, we got the great players. All we need is a quarterback. And it's probably easier to find a, a quarterback that can come in and manage than it is to go find a lot of great players. And so, I mean, I hope Dak takes the contract. I like where he's going. Uh, I'm not a huge Dak fan, but I think he can get it done with the weapons he's got around him. We just got to, you know what I'm saying, we got to get that – we got to get him in the contract. And if we don't, I think we should just trade him and, you know, let's let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time is now. You know how it is, right? I, I, I like him. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I like that. I like him. Yeah, yeah, the time is now. Have you been uh, checking out this Jordan, The Last Dance? Man, you know what, man? I'm not really a big basketball man. No, I ain't no. going to lie to you, man. No, I'm not. I don't, I, no. You don't, I don't watch basketball know. at all? I no, I don't, I don't really care for basketball, man. But but the finals, though. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> it. I always watch the finals every year, but I, I don't care to watch basketball. You know what? Um, I think you don't even have to be a basketball fan to watch this because it's really about the stories that you hear from Rodman and, and Pippen, but really the mindset of Jordan. And when you think about that mindset to really take over, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you just see his mentality, just he goes into that mode and nobody's going to stop him from winning. And I think that crosses all sports. I mean, you know how it is in the games on the line and, and you're lined up against a, a receiver you feel like you're about to give him your best no because question. that's when the best play the best is, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the game. And I tell people all the time, one of my sayings of kids I train is anybody can make a play in the first quarter, right? Anybody can make that one-handed catch of that play in the first quarter. Who can make it when the game's on the line? And that's where you really have to be important. But just to, yeah. just to see Jordan's mindset, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go check it out, Yeah, just to see that, man. It's, it's something different. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Different. You know what? I'm actually gonna check it out, man, because I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it, man. But you know, I, I'm a mama mentality guy, man. I, you know, I'm a Kobe guy, so he yeah. learned from Michael Jordan. So I, I, I will. I, I'm gonna most definitely go take take a look at it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard they documented Kobe's last season. Ooh, that's dope. So it could be coming out soon, man. In oh, the next year, or so yeah, yeah. I mean, would yeah, you see the similarities crazy. in the game and see how he really studied Jordan. Like every move to a T. I know, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, man, that's crazy, man. But you know, that took, you know, you know, you know, countless hours of work, preparation, studying. You know what I'm saying? All that 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 goes into becoming, you know, the GOAT, man. Yeah. And that's what people need to understand. People think, 
you know, you become the goat by I'ma just wake up in the morning and 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 fuck. Just 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 be be Michael Jordan. Fuck no. You got you actually got to put in work, bro. It's yeah. it's constant work, man, you know, and that's what people you know need to, to to understand, man. Michael Jordan ain't do that by accident, man. That man, him and Kobe put in, you know, you know, countless of hours, man. You know, no sleep, dog. And that's what it takes, man. You know. How do you feel about, you know, kids looking up to you, college players, and, and even other pros looking up to you and some of your techniques and some of the things that you do and try to try to put that into their own game? How does that make you feel? Man, you know what? It, it, it's, it's humbling, man. You know, it's very humbling, man, that I can, you know, the, the craft that I've been working on from, from learning from Darrell Reeves, man, you know, to, to, to other people wanting to learn that, man. You know, I, I think it's unique, man. And, and it's some, it makes me want to craft at my craft every day because I know I have people watching me. I know in practice, I have my teammates watching me, man. Because yeah. they really want to, hey, how you do this so well, bro? And I can't afford to mess up, dog. I can't because those guys seeing it, you know? So I yeah. have to be on my game every day, man. So, you know, you just got to work at the craft. I think it's dope though, man. Yeah, man, I think it's super dope. Like you go in there and like you just came on the scene. Like it, it's so crazy, and we're about to get into your story. But I can't wait because I'm excited to hear it, right? Because I've never heard it. I've, I've I've heard about it, but I've never heard it, right? So I'm excited to hear it and uh, for you to share it with us today on the Lulu Logic Podcast, man. So well, let's get to it. In high school, right? Um, kickoff return. What happened? Well, yeah, man. Um, so that whole day, bro, to me was was I'm, I'm gonna just give you the whole rundown, dog. It was that that morning, bro, was was normal for me. It was it was a normal day. You yeah. think it was a normal day for 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 Delvin, bro, man. Um, you know, ate breakfast. My dad played ain't nothing but a gangster party. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we vibing. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a normal game day for me, man. And I'm like. Oh, it's going down. Then I get a call from my, my, my dad, I mean, from my, my coach. And my dad was telling me on our way to, uh, to school that morning was Coach Porter, which was the running backs coach, was going to be coming to the game. Him and a recruit, another coach was going to be coming to the game. So that got, I'm like, oh, hey. I'm like, in the seat, I'm like, oh, it's going down. I have to make a play. Like, they're going to see something tonight. Like, I have to start as a true freshman. Yeah. That's how I was. I was so excited, man. Like, and, and, and knowing my coaches was going to be there, just put the icing on the cake because I was already committed that June, that summer. And um, so I was already excited. I was excited. So that I knew they was coming. So uh, getting to the game time, man, um, like I said, it was normal. You know, the game was going well. You know, um, you know, we, we, we come into, you know, out of, out of halftime, man. And, you know, it's, we going on kickoff. Um, and, and, and my coach, like, hey, we missing one. We missing one. Hey, bro, oh, wow. bro, you got to be out there. I'm like, coach, I, man, coach, I wasn't out there last week. He was like, yes, you were. I said, well, that was because we had to do the return. I, I wasn't in practice all week, bro. I wasn't at L1. I wasn't on kickoff all week in practice, bro. Wow. Now I got to be out there, bro. I said, you know what, though? The, t- the person I am, I'm going to say, fuck it, coach. Grab my helmet, put my shit on. Man, I got out there. I told my best friend at the time, Carl Cravis, I said, listen to me. I'm going to go make this play. Watch me. Watch me go make this play. He said, all right, bet. All right. Bro. T kicked off, but I'm hauling ass down there. Cause you know I'm I'm a play. I want to make a play. I know my my, my scouts, my coaches up there. I want to make this play, dog. Yeah. 
and about the 17 or 23 yard line, man, is 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 where it all happened. You know, um, you know, I, I, I it, to me, it was a normal tackle. You know, I, I, I went in there, and like the guy knee was coming up was was Peyton Jason uh, at the time, running back for Jesuit. His knee was coming up. So as his knee was coming up, my head, I dove in with my head like that, and it's, yeah. it was it was time. It was perfect timing. You know, it, and my, next thing you know, my neck just jacked back. So my whole face just jerked back, man. And boom, I just laid it on the ground. Everything went dark. Man, I couldn't move. I couldn't do nothing. Man, everything, everything went dark. And so scary. With, with, bro, I'm telling you. And within a few seconds, man, like I, I just see this big bright white light, bro. Like, Nick, listen to me, bro. I just see a bright white light, dog. I I, I don't know. I, I've never seen it before. It's something I've, I can't even really explain it because it, it was just, it was weird. I'm like, dog, what the hell am I seeing? It's, it's just this big ass bright white light. And then next thing you know, I hear my coaches like, hey, D-Bro, you all right? You all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. They're like, all right, well, let's get up. Gave me smelling salt. Man, got up off the field. Took my own helmet off. I'm walking off the field, bro. Not knowing my neck was broken. I'm thinking everything is smooth, peaches and creamed out. So I get to the sideline. You know, in high school, you have to sit out a play or two. Yeah. You did. You, I, I, I think it was, what, two, two or three plays or like a play or two before yeah. you can get back in. Yeah. So – I'm sitting on the sideline. I'm jumping up and down. Man, my teammates like, bro, that was a good-ass hit. And man, my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm about to get back in. Oh, yeah. Oh. Man. man, something just shot up the back of my neck. Man, I say, damn. So I, I say, damn. I, I turn back around. I, I say, damn. I say, something, you know, something bothering me back here. So you try to give me some ibuprofen. Man, I took, it was four ibuprofen. Took them. Couldn't fucking swallow, dog. I couldn't swallow. So I don't know if you can see my scar. I got a scar yeah. in the front of my neck. So my disc slipped in my esophagus. So I'm trying to swallow the pills, but I can't because my disc is slipped. And I didn't Are you know, choking? you know, correct. I'm on the sideline choking, trying to get the pills back up. I'm like, damn. So when I'm doing that, next thing you know, bro, I said, dad, this is hurting. Like something was, bro, I said, that back here, it's killing me. I said, get the ambulance and we need to take me to the hospital, man. This is me telling my dad, I'm so fucking calm, bro. I didn't even know, but I just know something is wrong back here, dog. Yeah. I said, dad, get the ambulance. He did, got me on the ambulance, put me on that thing. You know, my mama hit my mama whistle. My mama get his little whistle, man. My mama's so dope, man. She get his little whistle. The whole crowd is, 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 because the game's still going on. She but I hear, whistle. Whistle. I hear this yeah. whistle, dog. Out of the whole crowd, I hear this whistle and I, you know, I put my thumbs up. I hear, I couldn't move, but I put my thumbs up to let her know I'm good. I didn't know where she was, but I heard that damn whistle, dog. Yeah. Boom. Get to them. I'm getting in the damn home in, in the back of the ambulance, right? I'm getting in the ambulance, dog. It's so crazy. Mind you, know, I don't know what's going on with me. My adrenaline going, dog. I'm sitting there, the lady sticking me in my in my arm. I'm looking up at the man, bro. I'm saying, hey, man, was that the hit of the week, bro? How hard was that hit? I was not fucking worried about my neck, dog. Yeah, you just thought you had, like, just some bad pains. Correct. Right? Like, you yeah. know, something, a finger or, 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 or something like that, you know? Yep. So I ain't, I'm not tripping. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm landing this thing. These people got me. It felt so right, bro. It felt like I belong there. If, if you get what I'm saying, like everything was so peaches and cream. Everything was so smooth. If those people took care of me, dog, them people like they took their time with me. They did everything. It, it, I swear to me, it felt like I belonged there, bro. Oh, man. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. It was crazy, that's, bro. That's great crazy. that they took care of you the way they did because – that could go either way, man. That's always touch and go, especially. So, what was the actual injury? Can you share so, with everybody the actual injury? 
Yeah, so so when I got in the hospital, the doctor, you know, did the x-rays and everything, and you know, he came back and was like, son, how are you alive right now? What you mean, doc? I'm I'm alive because I'm talking to you. He said, No, man, you broke your C3, C4, C5 vertebrae. I said, What? I said, if you break your neck, aren't you supposed to be dead? So it's 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 three four level fusion, four or five level fusion, five, six level fusion. Yeah. That's what I got in my, my 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 neck right now. So I have all those plates in my neck that's keeping me going. And the doctor was just looking like he man, you're a miracle. Man, how are you alive right now? That's what that's all he can bro. And then to walk off the field. Man, come on, Nick, tell me, dog. Dude, tell that ain't me nothing but a blessing. Uh, come on, bro. The what's the mindset when the just imagine being back in that place. Doctor telling you, one, he's a it's a miracle that you're even alive. And I know that what follows got to be, you're never going to play sports again, mm-hmm. right? It's not possible for you to go and play sports again. What was your mindset right then at that moment, and and what allowed you to overcome that? Well, at that moment when he told me that, man, you know, you know that. Well, you know what, man, he never told me that football was over <laughs> with for me. Man. The really? man never told my doctor never told me football was over with for me. He never told me that, never. You hear me? This man never told me that, Nick. I was in the hospital for a month, dog. This man, I've never once told me football was over with for you. So what was the what was the course? Man, you know what, man. When I was getting discharged out the hospital, bro, I asked this man. I asked my doctor, Dr. Miguel Melgar, man. I'm so thankful for him, man. He's my angel, man. I'm so thankful, bro. I asked him, I said, Doc, will I ever play football again? This is me getting discharged. I'm in my wheelchair, getting out that damn hospital bed. He looked at me. He said, send me Super Bowl tickets when you make it to the Super Bowl. And this man turned around and walked out the door, man. So what you, how you think my mindset going to change? How, how you think I'm going to feel then, Nick? Man, I got the chills, man. I'm doing this shit, man. You hear me? Man, I got dog? the chills. Man, he... send him Super Bowl tickets? Man, that's a vision. That's manifestation. I got to go get that. He said, go get him Super Bowl tickets? Man, look how far I came. Look how far I got, Nick. Yeah, one, he saved your life. And two, he, he put you back in a position to do it. And three, he never gave you any discouraging words that would alter your path. Only encouraged nope. it, man. That's that's amazing. That's crazy, you know, to to see it, right? I even remember my my um, English teacher when I was in high school was like, man, some girl was like, hey, you're gonna play in the NFL, and I was I was like, you think so? She was like, he was like, man, don't believe that. There's only a certain amount of people to do it. Um, right. you know, just don't set yourself up for disappointment. And some people's right. vision of you or some people's vision of themselves put limits on everybody else around them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that he didn't do that and you got the opportunity to stay motivated um, through that situation. So what what leads up when you leave the hospital, um, you finish your senior year, how's that going? Are you training to play or what's what's going on in your mind? Man, you know what, man? Once once I got done, you know, I I got uh, discharged from the hospital in November of uh, 2006. Nick, I'm running track. Two months later, two and a half months later, really? man. I'm running track in state indoor, man. State indoor finals at LSU. Come on, man. Can you believe it? Two and a half months out the hospital, Nick. I'm running track in my senior my senior year in high school. I'm running track. I got the footage to prove it. That's I'm running track two and a half months after I broke my neck, man. You kidding me? 
man, that's on, a man. miracle. That's a true miracle. Come on, man. Like, you got to wake up every morning feeling blessed. You hear me, man? I smile, bro. The days I be angry at myself, I, I shouldn't, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's selfish the way I be thinking sometimes, you know? So I, I alter my mindset as to, man, your ass should be fucking smiling every day. Your ass yeah. should be excited every day. Man, do what you want to do, Delvin, bro. God got you covered no matter what, man, because your time was supposed to be in 2006 on that damn football field. Yeah. Man, enjoy your life. So I started putting that into my mindset. Think positive. Make other people smile. Look at the world different. Open your mindset. Adapt to different cultures. Learn different things. Man, I love to travel, bro. Yeah. Man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Be a constant learner. That's, that's yes, good. Sir. Then you get to LSU. Mm-hmm. Tell us about what, what, what was your mindset going in? Did you think you were going to play? Or what, was, what were they telling you? And, and how were you seeing it? Well, well, once I once I got you know discharged from hospital and everything, before I arrived at LSU, I had a phone call with uh, Les Miles. Got on the phone call with Les Miles, head coach at the time. Man, you know yep. I'm, I'm so thankful for him. Man, he's another angel because they didn't have to honor my scholarship. You did. They didn't exactly. have to do that, bro. You know that was so dope of them, man, because it gave a kid a, a black, let me say, African American kid, you know, from 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 New Orleans, Louisiana, a damn chance, bro. You hear me, dog? All he did was gave me a chance, man. Yeah. You know, so I'm so thankful, you know, for, for, for Coach Miles giving me that phone call, man. It, it was one I would never forget, man, you know, uh, of them, you know, honoring my, my, my commitment. And my guy, he was like, man, you didn't favor, you did not lean towards nobody else. You cut off every recruitment just for us. You only wanted LSU. So we have to do right by you. And, and honor that commitment, man. That's awesome. I say, damn, that's so awesome. Bro, look, man, oh, man I'm so thankful, man. <laughs> thankful. So thankful, man. And then when you got there, tell us about that, arriving at LSU, seeing the guys uh, on the field. <laughs> man, Nick, man, you, man, I had a one hell of a time in college, man. <laughs> oh, man I was like, go back, bro. I swear, man. You was there with some ballers, though. You was there with some uh-huh. other ballers. You was there with a lot of ballers, and, and I bet yes, you had man. a good time. And- yeah, man. You, you, you know what, man? That whole process was, was, was awkward for me because when I went in, uh, they had three LSU doctors, uh, things like Chip Bankston, um, Dr. Burnham, and somebody else, I, I can't remember. But, you know, they didn't clear me. You know, they didn't, you know, they didn't clear me. All three doctors on the same exact day you know, told me the exact same thing. So it's kind of like it was rehearsed, kind of almost, sort of. And, you know, I, I didn't say too much about it because I knew I just recently broke my neck. I, I needed time to let my neck heal, let myself feel my focus, let me build courage, let me down. Let, let me just get this fear. You know, I, I have to overcome that fear. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm glad they didn't give me the opportunity to play. I'm so blessed and thankful because... Who's to say what could have happened, man? What if my yeah. neck wasn't all the way healed at that time and point and, and, and I go make a good because you know SEC ball is fucking that's that's oh, yeah. top of the line. That's, yeah, that's big boy yeah. ball. That in the yeah, big team. They y'all smacking over there. Every week. So if something was to happen to me, man, and and you know, they're liable for it. You know, yeah. so I'm so thankful that they were patient with me, even though I was being impatient. I'm still thankful that they were patient, man, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just glad to be alive, Dad, I promise you. Yeah. How long were you at LSU for? Um, so I got I, – I got – I kicked myself out in 2010. I'm going to be honest with you because I'm going to keep it authentic. I kicked myself out in 2010, man. So I was there from uh, 2008 of spring, yeah, until my junior – beginning of junior year. Um, um, 
uh, what that a junior year, first semester, what spring semester, whatever that crap yeah. called. So yeah, so that's, that's when I that was my time there. Okay, so what where'd you go from there? Like, what was the plan? Um, so so so, man, it's crazy. I man, so during that during that whole time was my dark period of time of trying to commit suicide, trying to. Man, I, mm. that was my worst. Man, that was my worst point. That's when I was at my lowest between you know 2009 and 2000. You know, 11. You know, that's when you know I was I was really in that 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 mode of of, of just deep depression. Um, you know, like I said, wanted to commit suicide twice, man. Not once, but twice, man. And and like I said, it, it wasn't my you know my my best moments, my proudest moments, man, because. Uh, you know, it, it it just wasn't. Fuck it. Ain't, who, who, everybody you know, it ain't no go problem for nobody, dog. Yeah, you know everybody got to go through it. Proud moment, man. And you know what got me through was, you know, just the, the prayer of God, man. Just you know, just hearing, just seeing those signs, and 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 knowing I can rely on God at at any point. You dig? You know, he he saved me, man. Like I say, man, how the hell? You know, I I I put a towel, you know, a shirt around the ceiling fan, man. And I don't, I, man, I love sharing my damn story because the shit is a beautiful thing, man. Because yeah. I overcame that it shit, dog. It, I overcame it's, it. It's amazing. And how the hell a damn ceiling fan just, you know, just everything just collapsed, bro. Everything just fell. As soon as I tried to get up, it was holding on, holding up, boom, everything just dropped. It was strong. How it just, how do, how do the ceiling fan just break down like that, bro? Yeah. I'm trying to be gone, dog. I have no reason to be here for what, man? Is it everything that you work for and you felt like it might not ever happen? Like it, it just got to, like at first it's like, it's motivating to get over that injury. It's motivating to get over that injury. And, and I talk about it because in 2013, when I broke my leg, it was my first major injury and tore every ligament in my ankle and my ligament from my knee to my ankle. And it was like motivated to get over the injury. And I got over it a lot faster than they thought I would. Right, and then through the off season, it stiffens up and stuff. But that next season, 2014, it's like, man, I've never been in more pain in my life. It was, right. it was so hard to make it through that season, and it gets real frustrating. Right? Does it feel like you worked so hard for this? Like you, you had the moment, you had the scholarship, you, you had the mindset, you did everything you're supposed to do, and then it's kind of like just all taken from you. Yeah, at that point. Yes, man, because I ain't have nothing to live for, dog. Everything I felt like, you know, I, I didn't bust my ass for, man. You know, since, 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 like I said, four years old, five years old, dog. You know, it, I just couldn't believe that it was over with, man. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? I, it, it, and to me, hold on. To me, I just, I just, uh, to me, I just, um, I just couldn't cope well with it, man. I, I just didn't cope well with it, you know. And like I say, by the grace of God, man, you know, I was able to escape those moments, man, because, you know, I know it wasn't my time. It wasn't my time. Yeah. And like you say, man, it, it, it's, it, it get depressed when you, like you say, you worked your ass off and you still running four, four, six. You still bench pressing 385, 405. You still squatting 580. You're in there training with the Patrick Petersons. You know what I'm saying? The Chad Jones, man. You in there with those guys. Charles Scott. They, Big they time Cameron Tolliver's, dog. Drake Nevis. I'm in there with those guys, bro, and, and competing with them. And you telling me I can't fucking play, man? I, man, fuck that, bro. I, I, it got to a point to where I just got so furious and frustrated. And I don't, like I said, it went back to me being selfish. 
Yeah. You, they, I was only you start that whirlwind. Exactly, bro. So I was just like, man, I, don't, I ain't got no purpose in this motherfucker, dog. So I'm going to do what I got to do. I was taking pills at one point. Like, I used to just take Google pills and just drink. At the time, I ain't going to lie to you, it was fucking Red Berry Ciroc, dog. Man, it was my favorite motherfucking drink, dog. <laughs> I kid you not. And I would go to the store and buy, like, the little pints and the little, you know, the little, the little small, you know, the little small yeah. little bottles of uh, Red Berry Ciroc at the time. And I would go home and take pills and just drink my, my, my liquor, take shots of my liquor, hoping I don't wake up the next day. But some fucking how, dog, I always fucking wake up. And it's, it sucks, man, because it's like, what am I going to do today, dog? I'm depressed yeah. again today. So you know what I'm going to do? Oh. And I always did one because I was afraid to do multiple. Because <laughs> it's like I was consciously knowing what I'm doing, dog. But, so I'm like, I'm taking one of these motherfuckers that, you know, if man. I have an ass, don't, whatever. I've been there. But it ain't my time. It wasn't my time. And and yeah, man. You know, it was dark during that phase, bro. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you, man. And I'm 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 man, look, I'm open to share it, man, because like I said, help somebody else out, you know. Oh, of course, man. And you know, I've been there, you know what I'm saying, with the with the, the suicidal thoughts and the depression and, and certain things, man. And this is you know, it's very freeing to talk about it, but I mean at the same time, it's like this is what people don't know about you. They don't know about your struggle to get to where you at. Right. I, I believe, you know, when, when you have a bad play or you have a bad game and, and fans boo or you, you get people talking shit on Twitter and, uh, you know, all those different things. Like if they just knew what you went through just to be in that moment, you know what I'm saying? You no. can't boo. You know what I'm saying? It's like it should be a standing ovation at all points because this is the struggle. Right. We, we go through the struggle, and I believe, you know, they say, you know, you got to be comfortable in the fire. Yeah. Right? I used to be like that in football. I used to tell my guys, like, everybody else runs away from the fire. We got to run yeah. through the fire, and we got to be comfortable in that fire. You know yes, what I'm saying? Just like a firefighter, you got to be comfortable in that fire where it's most dangerous. You got to be comfortable and be ready to execute, right? Because you yeah. know what you've been trained to do. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? And in your life, if you look at it, you you went through that fire. You got comfortable in that fire. And it, it got dark, right? Yeah. Shit started falling around, but you still you still kept going. You still stayed yeah. motivated to keep going. Yeah. And then two years later, you end up with the Vipers. How did that happen? Yeah. Um, you, you know what, man? You know, he, he's my best friend, you know, um, um, till this day, man. Uh, shout out to my guy, you know, CEO Shields, Alex Shields. Um, we were playing flag football, you know, and and man, I dominate flag football. You hear me, bro? I'm out there killing shit. I'm like, bro, it's it's unreal. It's like, man, you don't belong out here. These, this is what I'm getting from my peers, everybody around me. It, man, I, I didn't make damn MVP at flag football tournaments, defensive MVP. You did what I'm saying? I'm out there shining, and my, my, my brother, you know, you know, he, he, he like, man, I think you should play football again. Like, this ain't this this ain't for you, bro. Like, I picked all four passes in one game. He said, man, you need to go try out for a team, and you need to go play somewhere. So his first mindset was the New Orleans voodoo. I said, man, I'm not ready. I said, man, look, give me a year. I promise you, give me a year. I'm going to get my film, and I'll be ready. Yeah. So I went to play GDFL. That's so GDFL, Gridiron Developmental, Developmental Football League. And that's why I uh, met Coach Ryan. He's um, 
he's the co head coach of the uh, Louisiana Bayou Vipers. Okay. And I went and played there. Yep. How did you enjoy that? Back on the field man, for the first was, time man, since high school. You know, it was, that was dope, man. But I, I was scared. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I was scared the whole bus ride up there because I didn't know, you know, I, I, I'm like, dog, I haven't played football in damn near, you know, six years, seven yeah. years, bro. How, what the hell am I gonna do? I hope I can just cover. <laughs> you think? Look, I, I hope they really don't throw it. I'm not gonna hit nobody. Talk sweet about that, man. Look. So it, 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 so, so I'm on the plan. I'm just like, man, like I'm gonna pray to God. I'm gonna just give it all to God. God did not put me back in this situation. He did not put me back in this situation for me to fail. He did not yeah. put me back in the situation for me to fail. So, man, you know what, Nick, man, the second play of the game, I went out there, man. I, I was nervous as shit. Man, I had a fucking running back, Brandon Jacobs. Imagine <laughs> big Brandon Jacobs, dog. Oh, my God, dog. Bro, was it 28-38 sweet, but, man, they gave that thing to him, bro. This man came off that day. I said, uh-oh. In my mind, I'm like, this is it. Either I'm going to be dead or I'm going to be alive. I went in a boom, I shot him low, took my head out, boom, shot him low. He went down. I stood up, I said, I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not dead. Let's go. Man, look, man, I took off, dog. Man, look, I, I mean, is on now. It's over. I, man, that was it. That's all I needed. I needed to feel that contact. I needed yeah. to, you know, to know that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Man, I went to the All-Star that year. Man, I had a hell of a year, man. And then, you know, that's when Voodoo, you know, picked up Wayne and I went there. Went to the Voodoo. Um, yeah. Did you actually play for the Voodoo or, or what happened there? Yes, man. So even that was a, a short, short stint, man. Um, you know, I did the workouts for him. Um, you know, shout out to to my guy Anthony Griffin, man. He he was my guy who who, who um, my agent who believed in me. I can't forget about him, Nick. I can't forget about the ones who helped me, dog. Oh, of course. I can't forget, man. This man, Anthony Griffin, man. He 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 bent over backwards for me to 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 get an opportunity, bro. You know what I'm saying? He reached out. He put his neck on the line, man. And, and he was out of uh, sports management worldwide at the time. I, okay. I, I don't know where he's at right now. Um, you got it? And, um, man, I, I just want to say, you know, that's another angel, man, you know, because he believed in me, man. He, he, he knew what I've been through, but he also knew the, the passion and the heart and the, and, the, and the work that I had inside me. Like, he felt that passion, you know, through my email. It wasn't through talk. I, man, it was email. No, that's how much passion I had for I was like, man, he has to, man. Somebody has to take a chance with me, man, because I know I'm ready for this opportunity. Yeah, he took a chance, man. He got me, so he got me to work out with with uh with Pat O'Hara and New Orleans Voodoo. Man, I go out there and kill it, man. Four three eight, man. I locked down every receiver, guys who play in the NFL, bro. I'm shutting them down. They're like, man, where the hell this guy come from? You know, who is this guy? And you know, my stuff, my name started buzzing around that camp that day. And man, that man Pat O'Hara was like, oh no, he, you staying here? You you have to sign with us, man. I said, what today? He's like, oh yeah, we, we want you here, man. I said, well, I have to get clear with my. He said, no, we're gonna make that happen. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Man, I killed that, and I went yeah. played. I played. I played with the Voodoo for three games, three games, and then I had a, a um, I uh, had a slight tear in my rotator cuff, and uh, I, they put me on IR for nine weeks. So during the nine weeks in arena, you can actually go work out for other teams. You can, you know, go to CF higher up, obviously. Yeah. You know, you can go crowd. They can come take you. So uh, my agent. At the time, he reached out to me. Well, he's my advisor. He reached out to me and was like, hey, man, Hamilton wants to bring you up for a workout. I said, well, how the hell Hamilton know about me? I only played three games. He was like, man, that's that's the scouts. That's what they do. They, they come down here. They do their homework. You know, mm -hmm. they must have liked it. So they saw you as a big corner. They looking mm -hmm. for big corners now. 
Thank God I switched the damn cornerback. I did. Yeah. Back in Julia. Well, thank God I fumbled that damn ball, huh? <laughs> thank God I fumbled that ball, huh? Shit. Man, everything happened for a reason, man. And it you know does. what? I'm starting to realize that everything really happened in my life for a reason, man. Um, so yeah, I went up there, you know, and I worked out for Hamilton. So yeah. It's yeah quick. And then you've been there and I mean, you stepped on the scene. It was like, I'm ready to take over. I love always love the the mindset certain players and you could tell there's guys that come up there they have fun with it they come up there they they play around with it there's some guys that just when they step on the field you know it's business right you you watch them work on film you just like man this dude is giving this dude business over here get getting in hamilton that first year what you first what do you think about canada (laughs) <laughs> what do you think about Canada and like and being in Hamilton? Man, let me tell you, I had no damn clue that I was giving myself $15. Look, <laughs> I had no damn clue. But I'm getting in the airport. Well, I, what I can say was it, it was beautiful, you know, you know, going through, you know, when I first and I said it was beautiful. But I did not have no idea how cold it got. Man, I didn't have mm. no idea that Canada existed, bro. To be honest <laughs> with you, dog. I, I I'm so, I was so so closed minded, bro. You know, as a kid, man, you know, I, I didn't I, I didn't care what, you know, what was outside of New Orleans, dog, yeah. you know? So so me as a kid on the plane, first time ever on the plane, dog, nervous. You know, I'm like, bro, what the hell I'm expected, man. You know, the flight attendants were so nice. They were cool, bro. I said, oh, Canada, I can see this being pretty cool, you know? I get there, bro. Everybody's so welcoming, so calm. Everybody's, hey, how you doing? You know, hey, Delvin, welcome me, Obama. I said, man. I can see myself living here. It felt like I, I I came into paradise. I almost say like it felt like I left I left the dark and came to life. If you get what yeah, I'm saying, hundred percent dark, man. Yeah, it's dark down here. It's dark, bro. Yeah. So at that time, I'm like, man, this is my peace. This is this is. Man, I have all the Canada. I can play football. <laughs> I don't have to worry about getting shot at. I don't have to worry about getting robbed. I don't have to worry about getting stabbed. I don't have to. And it's sad, bro. It's sad that I have to say that, but that's what that's the truth. That's, that's the reality, reality I, I was living in, dog. You did, and that's everybody. We all live in that damn reality. Yep. So, so for a kid like that, man, to be out there, man, it was dope. Like I said, I had to adapt quick. I had to adapt quick. It was a different world, different changes. You know, people were, you know, nicer. Like I said, bro, people, like, I stepped on, I bumped somebody. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I said, you sorry? Well, I bumped you. Well, damn, man. I said, how nice did you be? I said, man, you know what, man? And that, I just took it and ran with it, bro. I adapted to the culture, man. And like I said, Hamilton is my second home, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. How often do you go to get to the, Toronto? Do you go to Toronto uh, often or you just stay, you stay really- low key? Yeah, dog, man. You know what? I, so I, I've been having relationships during my time. So I, I be staying low key. But now I'm single, dog. And, I, and, not, and not to say not to say anything bad, but shit, it's time. You already know what time it is. I'm single now, dog. I finally get to live my life the way I want to, man. And and I'm doing it, you know, with this platform. So I'm I'm enjoy it. Man, that's that's a blessing. You know, I coming to Canada is a different feeling because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what to think and. There's a lot of wonderful people in Canada and, you know, that safety. Like me and my yeah. wife talking about the other day, like, she was like, would you really want to go live back in Texas? I said, I got to have a house there. But, I mean, living there, just thinking I'm a five-year-old, going to school every day, and it's just, I don't know if you don't, you just want to put people in that situation. Right. All the time, right? Especially when you don't have to. Exactly. Exactly. Stepping on the field for the Ticats, 
first game, was it a home game or was it a away game? Um, my first game, we was uh, my first game actually we was in uh, I believe Montreal. It was in Montreal, I believe. It was a away game. Yep, my first first game. Kind of the preseason game. Okay, was that uh, 2013? Yeah, 2013, yeah. 2013. Montreal, the first game. I, I believe it was Montreal. If, I, if I can go all the way back, it was Montreal. I, I think so. I think so. I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. How, how was it for you? How was that game? Man, that was my, man, that was, you know, so I was already hip to the game because of arena football prep. Yep. Man, look how God made the way for me, man. He made the way, man. So, I was already used to the waggle by playing arena football. So yep. by the time I got out there, it was so slow to me, bro. I'm like, okay, come on. Come on, dog. All right. I'm on it. Boom. Because you only can run so much in the boundary. I'm on that. Yep. Um, so when coach was like, hey, bro, I want you at boundary corner. I'm like, so I got to play U.S. So this is regular rules. So he's like, oh, yeah, this is U.S. I want you. I'm going to see what you can do here. Man, the first play, man. Man, I took a guy and I ran him all the way to the damn Gatorade. <laughs> I kid you not, bro. I kid you not. I kid you not. Nick, I swear to God, I can't. I, man, I kid you not. Jeremiah Masoli said, God damn, bro. <laughs> man, that's when, that's when that shit was legal. You know, they weren't throwing flags on me or nothing. Nope. So I was like, man, I'm good, you know? Yeah. And you just, you just out there manhandling people, man. You're a bigger corner and you're getting that press technique. And you already know, man, he's about to put his hands on you. I used to tell receivers all the time, you can move laterally. Yes. I'm like, do not stand in front of him. Because hey, you stand in front of him. Hey, don't be giving the hey now. Nah, hey, don't be giving them no tips over that now. Nah. Man, if Come you stand in front of you, it's just, hey, it's, <laughs> it is what it is, right? You got to give yourself the best chance. Thanks. Yeah. Right? And if I played over there, I would never be stationary. I, I know where I got to hit the line every time. But guys yeah. get there, they get comfortable, and they make it a little, lot easier for you. Until you know, un until until they get they get these hands, and then that's when they realize, oh, he ain't playing. So now know. you know what I'm saying. So now it's like throughout the course of the game, bro. I start getting this. I say I won. I psychologically beat him already. When they when I get when I get receivers doing that, I won. So now you playing into my game now. So now I'm gonna play with you. Now you yeah, I won the game. So my my best thing for receivers is be you. Do you? Yeah. You good, right? Do you show me? Because I know I'm, I, you know what I'm coming with. I'm coming with some heat now. So if you're good, let's go. So you battle tested, though. So your oh, mindset, yeah. do, you, do you talk shit to receivers? I don't say nothing. You don't say nothing. And so I remember you talking. I don't say nothing. It infuriates the receivers because you want to talk and be buddy, buddy. I don't have time for that, bro. No, that ain't, I'm my, not my, here for I that. all business with me, man. I don't come talking. I don't. Oh, bro, good, hey, hey, good, bro, hey, bro, hey, man, don't. And I just keep on walking back to the other. You know who talked for me, man? I got my savages, dog. I got Simone. 21. Got 21 out there. <laughs> hey, you know his ass talking. I got two one out there. I got my dog Brooks in the boundary talking. I got my dog JG. So, you know, I don't say too much, dog. You, you know, I went to the same school as uh, Don Yu, Don Yunamba. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I, I helped get him back in the CFL, man. And I know y'all was over there together in Hamilton and, that's one of those things, man. You see all these guys that, that love to play the game, but they play it a certain way, and you play it old school. So you can tell you can tell who your guys are. Like Fred Smooth mm -hmm. wasn't the biggest dude. Mm -hmm. He was a dog. Yeah, yes, sir. Right? He was a dog. You know, Sean Springs was – he's one of those guys. He's Chant Bailey, you know what I'm yeah. saying, that was high-level tech. Yeah, high-level technique. Hell, yeah. 
right? So you you can tell the guys that you grew up watching, the Mel Blunts, the Dick oh, and yeah. I train lanes, and just the mindset you play with is just a different level. Yeah, appreciate it, boss. You incorporate that in your game, and you take it day in, day out. What do you focus on in practice? Like, what are your practice habits? Well, you know what, man? I, 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 I always try to – I, fuck that. It ain't I. Coach, Coach O, you know, he, he always, you know, said, what, 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 what are you working on today? You did. What are you working on today? You know, and it always be something different with me, whether it's, it's, it's my eyes, you know. And what I mean by eyes, let me elaborate. It's, it's, it's from the moment when I tell you I'm working on my eyes, my eyes get disciplined. So if coach say, hey, look to the left, you know, I'm looking to the left and I'm going to find a pinpoint on the wall. That's discipline. I'm training my eyes to go look straight to the left at a, at a certain point. So when I'm in man-to-man coverage, this guy run an out route, I'm looking directly at through the receiver through him, and that's going to get me closer to my ball. So it's my, I, I train myself in meetings when I'm watching film. Okay, I'm studying the receiver. Okay, he, okay, he, like, he loves to break his routes between 10 to 12 yards. All his out routes, he always likes to break it between 20, 10 to 12. So when I see this, I know, okay, between 10 to 12, so once he break, I already know what's coming. So I'm driving. Eyes, eyes to the man. So it's just little, little key things. Um, like, I have no press technique. Press technique is my strength. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I work on that. But yep. that ain't what I'm, you know, you that ain't what I'm really else. focused on. That. I'm working on off, man. I'm working on, you know, being able to be a great tackler. I'm always getting in position in practice. I'm always coming down. Whether I don't tackle or whatever, but I always come in position. I'm always trying to put myself in the best position because I think as if it was game time. Yep. Would I fucking be high in game time, Nick, running up to you like this? No. I'm going in practice. I'm, I'm low. You did. Oh, I'm, I'm covering the receiver. Okay, he catch the ball, but I'm always working on my eyes. I'm working on every little thing, every little detail because the details matter, man. Consistency is greatness. Yes, sir. Right? Consistency yep. is greatness, and that's what it comes down to. And, you know, I tell all my receivers and anybody that I train, man, consistency. So I don't give a damn about no one-handed catch. I don't give a damn. Everybody, you play long enough, you're going to make some highlights. Yeah. If oh, you yeah. Can, if you can be consistently good, be where you're supposed to be, do what you're supposed to do, you know, execute how you're supposed to execute it. Man, and in that mindset, you know, going into practice every day and saying – there's one thing that I got to get better at today. Not not the whole game, because once you add up all those little pieces, game going to be solid. It's going to break your whole game. Game going to be exactly. solid, right? Yes, sir. I used to tell my running backs to BC last year, play as if you have no talent. Then you can play forever. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying? If the only way you can play pro football is if, with your talent, once your talent fades, you fade. Yeah, you out the league, dog. Right, so it's great to see your mindset and how you uh, approach those aspects of your game. One thing that I've, I've trained, I've trained every position from O-line to D-line, to linebackers, DBs, receivers, quarterbacks. Uh, I've been training kids for, for 12 years. And uh, one thing I always tell my DBs, um, and if you can elaborate on this or if you've ever heard it in this way, but every play, if you if you've watched film, every play, due to the situation, you have a route in your head that's picked if they throw that route. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so so what I do is I I, I do I, I do um, by by down and distance information. Yes, you did. So listen to me. So when Coach be like, "Hey, woo, okay, okay," he's been like, he's calling this call for for a reason. Okay, so it's first and ten. All right, he's calling this call for a reason. Now look at the formation. Okay, thirty-two set or is it twenty-three? 
Okay, 32, he comes over. Oh, boom, he going back. Okay, now I'm set. Now I'm playing. So now I know in the 32 set, back weak, a back strong, I know what I'm getting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm already looking at the back. Okay, the back is weak. Okay, I already know what I'm getting. I'm getting double outs. Oh, I'm getting double ends. I'm getting the cube route. Oh, I'm getting scissors. Oh, I'm getting something. So now my, my, my mind is, is my, my antennas are up. Yeah. You so play the whatever, game mentally. Whatever formation, yeah, so whatever routes I've seen in practice that week, I'm already, my tennis up. Okay, damn, I already see. Okay, back week. Okay, 32 set back week. Okay, boom, I already see it. Oh, boom, now I'm making plays. So that's, and it cancels out everything because you already know by learning formation. If the back is weak in 32 set, they only can run so many routes. Exactly. I'm on that. I'm not thinking too much now. Everything at 41 sets is going, 23 sets go. I'm not worried about that no more because it's 32 gun week. I know what routes they like to run. It's first and 10. I know what they like. P and 10, I know what they're coming out in P and 10. I'm on all that. I'm on yep. it. So you got – I just – man, I'll be on a game, dog. I, I, you know, I, in that, in that boundary, if they free release that back, you're getting some kind of in-breaking route. Correct. Right, so – Once he come out, it's something there. Cool, yeah, quick. You, you're getting some in-breaking route. So that's – man, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad I'm having this conversation, man, because you know how many yeah, – there's a lot of players that can't play this game mentally. There's a lot of players. Like, you set yourself apart – when you learn the game and you know the, know the game and understand the game, there's so many players right now that can line up and be great athletes. Yep. They can out-athlete you, make great catches, make great tackles, make great picks. But up here, they can't play the game it's, mentally. Exactly. Every play is like a new play to them. It's just like, you know, the situation <laughs> come and you like, yeah. why would you jump that? Like, what do you mean, why would I jump it? Like, I mean, we up by seven. You don't have to jump that. Okay. Right? You got to know the yeah. situation. But if you're playing it mentally, you're mentally working your way through a whole game. You know the situations. You don't have to overly think about them. Nope. You already know what you're trying to accomplish in the game and within the scheme. And that's what I do in practice. You ask me what I work on. So every day three, right, we have a, 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 a I mean, it's practice, but it's, it's it's a mental day for me and my boundary half and my 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 my, my wheel back. Yeah. It's, it's it's a mental day. We treat that day like game day. You hear me, dog? We on communication. Hey, we talking. Hey, woo, 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 woo. hey, woo, woo. we talking every day three in practice. And by the time game time come, what you think, Nick? It's all calmed down. It's slow. Hey, we talking. Hey, woo, woo. Hey, they run. Hey, woo, woo. Hey, slide, la, 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 la. Whatever, whatever the situation may be, we already know. Cooling each other off. That's Man, it, dog. That's it. Should be so easy in the game, but it'd be so smooth. It's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. You didn't put the work in through the week if the game is hard. There you go. You know what I'm saying? If the game is hard, you didn't put the work in through the week. Like it was it's crazy because I used to have like you remember Tiger Vision on the on the video game? Like I could oh, see yeah, 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 oh, yeah, I could yeah, see yeah, the yeah. spot on the field. I was like, if I get to this spot, by the time I hit the line of scrimmage, I knew what the defense running. I said, if I get to this spot, that's a catch. Right. I already knew. Hell yeah. I got to get to that spot. Right. So it's it's, it's crazy because when you like, I first started really playing it mentally. Uh, I mm -hmm. tore my MCL and my PCL mm -hmm. um, in a game uh, against Montreal. I cracked two ribs the week before. We had two games: Labor Day, Labor Day rematch. Cracked my ribs. Played in the second game. Then the the next week, still feeling sore. I went down, slid, went knee to knee with someone. And and tore. And it, I mean, it was so simple too. It was like I just slid, knees came, hit. But more of the story, I I did all that. Then I was like, okay. I had my first ten catch game the next week, playing with a big knee brace on, 
And I was like, I I definitely was like, man, I'm not an athlete right now. I'm just catching and getting down. But but I had 10 catches, right? And it was just like, mentally, I had to do things that week to get ready to play that game. Because I always say there's no excuses. If if your injury is an excuse, don't step on the field. If something's an excuse, don't go there. Because if you put yourself in position to be successful, don't blame something else on the reason you're not. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's talk quickly real quick for about before we get up off here about the uh, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Yeah, How man. How was that going um, back? How was that going back to N.O.? Oh man, you know that was dope, bro. That was that was dope for me, man. Um, I, I was excited. You know, I, I was more excited excited about the journey, bro. The, yeah. the, the the journey as to how long it took for me to 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 finally get to this point. You know what I'm saying? And um, so that was more exciting than anything, man. I wasn't worried about you know nothing. I was just more excited, like, bro. I get to travel to Seattle, bro. I'm traveling to San Francisco, bro. I'm traveling to, you know, Tennessee, bro. I'm traveling to Florida. And that was more exciting for me than, yeah, that was more exciting for me than anything, bro, to be honest with you. And being back home, and being back home, being back home, um, it, it, it just was the icing on the cake, bro. Family here, friends here. You know, working out for uh, in front of Coach Payton, man, and, 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 and Mickey Loomis, man, you know, like, that was a dream come true for a kid like me, dog. Yeah. You and know? Then it, I just think back to that doctor, right, and that path. Not working. Right, being in that position. Being in that position um, after going through that whole path, man, what you went through from the day you broke your neck to the moment you signed with the New Orleans Saints is a hell of a journey. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You, you put in three years. You put in three yes, years. I know – I know you had some injuries while you were there as well and, and some things. Uh, you got to suit up with uh, one of my good friends, uh, Brandon Browner. Um, oh, that's my, my young dog. soldier. Yeah, my young – he used to hang out with – he used to hang out with me, Cope, and Rambo every every road trip and, and all the time, yeah. man. So, we, that's that was our little our little bro, man. So, yeah. Yeah. So, just talk a little bit about how much fun you had in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then we'll finish it up with I'm with the great cup of last year. Yep. Sounds good. Um, you know what, man? Um my my experience with New Orleans was 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 dope, Nick, man. Um, like I said, bro, everything was just so smooth. It was you know, I'm I'm humble. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 I have to be humble. Stop, man. I have to be humble. I have to be confident because, man, I, I can't let my city down, dog. Yeah. I can't. I can't let you know. I can't let my fans down. And not only that, I can't let myself down because if I'm doing bad out here, bro, you know how many people gonna talk shit about me, dog? Yeah. On that Monday, bro. So I, it, I got to protect myself more than anything, bro. You know. So yeah. I know who I am. I know what I was bringing to you know the Saints team, man, and I brought you know. I brought some fearless shit to that secondary, man. And all we have to do is just build and grow, you know. And, you know, we didn't. But, like I said, man, I just enjoyed my time in the networks that I met, you know, like those guys that I met. Like you said, Brandon Brown, the dog. I never met Brown until, you know. No, I actually, you know, funny story. I met Brown that, when that was, oh, 2009, 2010? Yeah, it was probably Mardi so. Gras. 
Uh, okay. Down in New Orleans in Mardi Gras, man, I met Browning, man. And, uh, you know, he was like, I said, hey, bro, I'm getting to the league, dog. I'm going to meet you one day. You hear me, bro? I'm going to meet you. Mind you, now, we don't even know this is going to happen. I'm talking to this man like he a, a regular dude. I said, bro, I'm going to be there with you, dog. I promise you, I'm going to get there. He said, all right, my nigga, come on, better up, better up. I said, all right, all right. Bro, I walked in the facility, they signed this man, dog. He couldn't do. He came up to me, but he gave it. He, he couldn't do that, but just shake my hand. Dog. I was like, man, that's respect, dog. That's it. I didn't really know in deep in, in depth of your story, man. But when I went ready, bro, dog, I salute you, bro. Yeah. And from that moment on, man, Brown have been 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 tight, man. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, I I enjoyed the experience, man. It was dope, bro. It's just I didn't like the way the shit ended, bro. It's just, you know. I'm over it now. I, I've been coped with 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 the, the 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 situation that happened, man. You know when it was going on. You know I forgave everybody. I forgave coach. I forgave the organization, man. But what I didn't like was the the way it was the the, the, the treatment of 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 respect. Yeah, is what 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 didn't sit well with me, and that's where I get. You know, in my podcast, I've been doing. You know, recently I, I get so expressful, man, I, because it is. It was so fucked up, man. Yeah. That I wouldn't want nobody to go through that. Yeah. You know, that's why I, I'm trying to bring light to the situation. My fans keep asking me, bro. It's crazy, bro. I can show you all these messages. Why did you leave us? Bro, Sunday was Mother's Day. I had a kid come up to me and say, man, you was my favorite cornerback. Why you just left us? And damn, like, what you want me to tell this little kid, man? Yeah. Man, I bought your jersey and everything. I, I, I don't know. I don't have no explanation either, man. Can we can we figure this out? So you know what? I'm gonna bring light to the situation because I wasn't the only one who been through that, bro. There are more guys before me, and they have guys going through that situation now. So me bringing this out, man, is 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 I think it's dope because it'll give guys insight. It'll get a world insight. It'll get fans insight as to what goes on behind behind closed doors, man. And that shit ain't cool. Yeah, you know Devontae Harris. You know? Oh, that's my guy, man. Yes, yeah, sir. I've known him since he was yeah, a little Tito. kid, man. Yeah, Tito. yeah, that's my guy, man. <laughs> He's doing Tito. good right now with the House of Heroes, Harris House of Heroes, man, in Dallas. He got everybody pulling up. Hey, you know, I might, you know what, man? I might drive up there, bro. Just, you know, from New Orleans, just hop in my car, man, and just take a drive, bro, and go to Dallas and just pop up on my dog, man. Yeah, he's doing you know? good. I, that's man. Okay. I'm glad I think he's doing good. That, I'm glad he's yep. doing well. Well, let's oh, talk yeah. about a little bit about the uh, Grey Cup last year and, and looking forward to what's next for you and the Ticats, man. How, how was yeah, that man, going um, in that game, man? I, I thought y'all had the edge. I, I think I picked y'all to win the game. Man, that whole moment was shot, man. You know, like, me and, me and uh, Ja'Garrett Davis, bro, like, man, we some OGs. We played the yep. game. We didn't been in multiple Grey Cups, so we know – how to stay calm in, in, in crazy situations. And after the first touchdown, Andrew Harris ran, dog. He, he scored that thing, bro. We looked at each other, dog. We said, uh-oh, it's that time. <laughs> and whenever you say that, uh-oh, you know what uh-oh mean? Like, this ain't about to be fun, bro. Yeah. It was in the first quarter, dog. Man, I see, man. Man, it just wasn't good, man. And like I said, I hope that moment was a lesson for, you know, a lot of guys because you can't let the moment get big, man. It's a game. Just a football game, dog. We just on the bigger stage. We have more cameras now. We have yep. more. That's it. 
don't let the game get big, man. And, and you know, all I can do as a leader was tell the guys, hey, calm down. Just play your game. Do you. Yep. Man, guys, eyes all big, man, you know, doing stuff they don't normally do. Man, what are you doing? You don't play the game like that, bro. Just calm down. That's it. And let's 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 go do what we do, dog. It's one play at a time, man. You can there is no eight, nine point plays, no ten point plays. It's just how do you rebuild this one brick at a time, right? So one at a time. Yeah, man. Looking forward now to this year. You ready mm -hmm. to go? Yeah, man, I'm excited, man. You know, um, like I said, my mind is not, not on football at the moment because I always stay where my feet are. You know, my, my, my feet are to take care of my son, man, and spend yeah. as much time as I can with him, bro. You know, but I still train. I'm still grinding. I take him to go work out with me, man. So, but my, my feet are here, man, and, and, and it's to take care of my son get as much time as I can because in six months, he's lonely as hell up there. Um, so, okay. I How old is he? Time with him, man. And when it's football time, it's football time. When I'm on my road, I drive, I drive to Canada. So when I'm on the road, man, that's when my shift, my focus is going to shift. Football only. You dig? Yeah. He's gone. I know he's safe. Man, it's time to get on this road, dog. 21 hours, and we got we got to make this shit work. We got to we gotta go make the 53-man roster. That's my mindset. Make the yeah. roster. Not the 53-man, but make the roster again. Make the roster. Make the, what is it, 46? 46, yeah. Make the roster. That's my mindset. Make the roster again. You did? Listen to me. Every uh, year. Uh, Nick, I always go every year, bro. My mindset on the top of my goals was make the team, make the 46-man roster because I can never get complacent, dog. I can yeah. never get comfortable because you know they got these young these young bucks coming up now, boy. Them boys running down there. My, them boys' hips yeah. opening up now. You hear me? So yeah. what I got to do, dog, I got to stay on my game. I got to stay on my grind. I got to do my massage. I got to do my treatment, do my therapy, bro. Stay flexible, do my yoga. Man, keep grinding. Keep doing what, doing, doing what got me there, man. That's, That's all it. I do, bro. That's it, especially when you know that, you know, they get paid to replace you every year. It's a competition right. game. You got, you, like I say about that fire, you got to be comfortable in that fire and you got to be able to compete, right? That's you know right. the coach went out trying to replace you all offseason, right? All off -season. And it's your job to come back and, and just solidify what you've done and to remind them who you are, That's right? It, once, you set the, once you set the bar... You got to reach the bar. If you don't reach the bar, That's then true. then they looking at you. Now they're like, oh, well, he ain't as good as he used to be. Maybe this kid right here is – maybe he's done or maybe this is the next guy. You can't let Correct. him go like that. Man, Hell I appreciate no. you coming through, man. I appreciate you coming through with this, man. That's awesome. You know what? I'm, no problem, man. I've always been a fan of the way you play. Now I'm a fan of you. Uh, I'm going to root for you for the rest of your days, man in life or on the field. That's that's an amazing story. It's an amazing testimony you have. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing with sharing with us, man. That's awesome. Uh, no problem, man. Appreciate it, Doc. Hey, so you said you have a podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Where can they find it at? And also how can no, they get a hold of I you was, on social media I was I, I was I was I was doing a podcast. Oh okay. Okay. I, I don't I, I don't actually have one myself. I was doing one. Uh, but you could follow this guy once I was doing it. It's called Hold the Mayo. Um, okay. it's, it's on Twitter. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Guy, guy's pretty funny, man. Um, but you can, you know, follow my apparel line, man. I started me a clothing line on my son's birthday. Um, this this past year in April. Um, you can find it at Bro Show, B R E A U X S H O W underscore apparel underscore. You can go shop on my website at www.broshow.com. And yeah, appreciate it. Indeed, brother. You got any social media you, people can hit you on? 
Uh, yeah, I got Instagram. You can hit me at uh, Bro Show Forty, or you can hit me on Twitter at Bro Show Twenty Four. Yep, and this will be on my this will be on my YouTube page. Also, this will be on Anchor and uh, Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a couple more. Man, I appreciate you okay. coming through. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, um, let's Salute. connect. I, I see you. You said you like to travel. I want to help you out. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna connect with you right now after this and uh, send you okay. send you something where you can save thirty five percent on all your future travel, man. And and it's hundred percent free, free for you, That's man. Dope. So yeah, any, in any way I can support you, man. Let me support you. Uh, one of my guys is yes. talking about doing something back in New Orleans. Uh, Fred Stamps and so uh, yeah Fred yes my guy yeah so anyway I can help you guys out man let me know and yeah let's keep this party let's keep this party rolling man you've done a hell of a job of creating a platform of going out there and playing the right way and doing the things you're supposed to do in life and you got a lot of knowledge to share with a lot of these kids that's going through these tough times and a lot of these athletes right so um, I'm glad I can help with the platform to share your story oh yeah most definitely you got anything else for anybody out there struggling right now or anybody that's that's in that fire and going through this situation is there anything you would like to say to everybody before we end this yes just keep your head up you know always 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 strive for the best always strive you know for the best always go you know for the goal go for your ultimate goal don't worry about nobody else goal but yours you focus on you you get yourself to your ultimate dream because a lot of people could let you down. So and if, if you don't want people to let you down, you be the difference. Yeah. So keep your head up, always overcome obstacles and overcome adversity and salute. You know, that's it, man. That's it. Well, bro, I appreciate you, brother. Have a great day. Yes, sir. Salute. Take care. Take care of the little one. And enjoy. Oh, yeah, it. I got yeah. <laughs> game head. Charlie, <laughs> what's up, people? Hi. <laughs> I mean, it's my game. All right, my brother. Yeah. All right, y'all have a great one. Yeah.